What's happening in Madonna world right now? Well, well to... should we say hello first? Okay. I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. Hi, John Flynn. Hey, Eric Bernard. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going for you? I'm doing well. It's getting close. It is getting close. I know Mike Jensen texted me the other last night and was like, I can't believe it's like a month. It's like a little over a little less than a month and a half or something like that. Yeah, it's like six weeks away or something like that. We're going to be there. Yeah, I have to start thinking about what I'm going to wear. Did you see that there's like a T-shirt on her? Yes, with the Gautier. The Gautier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a virgin uh, bustier. Yeah, I want one of those. They're $150. Wow. For a T-shirt. Yeah, but it's for raising Malawi. Sure, sure. So I kind of wish that it was so it's like that gold is a gold bustier and then a white t shirt. Yeah. I want it to be a black one. I think it might pop better, but what do I know? It might. I also saw that the, the, they're only in large and extra large. You poor thing. You're being discriminated against. Mm -hmm. For my slender shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> for your bird like frame. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself look as like tiny as possible. Two people are suing Madonna for <laughs> for the late start to her show at the Barclays Center. Did you read this? No, I didn't. That's crazy. Two guys who um, I think I can't remember if they're from New, New Jersey, maybe, but they claim that like like that the the amount of time that she started after 8 30 um like was like false Even advertising damage. yeah Even damages like, yeah so they're suing like madonna live nation and maybe the barclays center <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure this lawsuit's gonna go far yeah I think, and then when I was reading about it, apparently other people have tried to do this in the past during like uh, Madame X. Oh yeah, she was like, really late on that one. Yeah. I mean, there is a way in which you want to be like, what is happening, Madonna? Like I understand like when it's in a new venue and sometimes there's tech technical issues, but yeah. it is like, if she goes on before 10, people are like, wow, she was early when she's not, she's still a, at least an hour and a half later than what's printed on the ticket. Why can't they just be like, Madonna's shows start at 10. And then if she is like 45 minutes late, it's 45 minutes late. But then you could like plan your night accordingly. So wait, who do you think should do that? Madonna? Yeah. Like this, whoever. They should just be like, these shows start at 10. They all start at, you know what I mean? Like, and that way you don't oh, right, have yeah. to like go to dinner or like whatever. You should just be like, oh, we have to be there. At you plan 10. a different night. Yeah. Yeah. You plan a different night. I don't know why she hasn't done it. I mean, it's also like, it's not like this tour, this is weirdly happening. Like this has been a thing for several tours. So there's a way in which like Madonna must know what she needs to do to get ready to go on stage. Yeah, I think that if like, if you have a job, any job in the world, <laughs> right. and you're consistently like two and a half hours late and they have to be like, well, you then you have to, you have to either, we have to adjust your schedule or you have to plan your day differently. I get that there's a way in which like, oh, she's building up anticipation. So like to start at 830 on the dot would be weird. Right. But you know, 
915 feels like the perfect balance yeah. between the two. The sweet spot. Right. The other thing that I've heard that makes me a little upset is that apparently she's stopped she swapped out rain for frozen. I, I love frozen. Too. And I'm sure she will open my heart or she can melt my heart and make me happy <laughs> about it. But I was sort of excited about rain. Well, we'll see. She might switch it. She it might, might be different by now. Yeah. And uh, she swapped out I Will Survive for Express Yourself. Right. Well, that, that spot also, because it's just her and the guitar. Right. So that always seemed like it would be uh, up to the whims of Madonna, what she does in that spot. Right. And I was like, I Will Survive is not her song. Right. I mean, it is when she sings it. She makes it her own, I'm sure, of course. Right. I'm just going to keep saying right <laughs> for everything you say. Right, 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 right. We're going to talk about Grammy. We're going to talk about Madonna and the Grammys. Well, the Grammys themselves are coming up, and so is the Super Bowl. So we're giving you a double-fisted episode. Is that what is that the term for it? Not officially, no. Okay. Did you not care for that? You blanched a little. <laughs> we know our listeners can take two. <laughs> two fists? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our crowd loves to gape. <laughs> so lie back, get comfortable. <laughs> Keep breathing, always. <laughs> Just keep breathing. We're going to maintain eye contact this whole time. Yep. Might hurt at first, but eventually it does start to feel good. Yeah, we're talking about the Grammys. There are six Madonna appearances at the Grammys. One's a speech. And one's a, a feature. A feature. And four are performances. Are pure, unadulterated, concentrated Madonna. The Grammy Awards are presented by the Recording Academy of the United States to recognize, quote, outstanding achievements in the music industry. They were first awarded in 1958, and they were originally called the Gramophone Awards because the trophy is a gilded gramophone. Oh. Madonna has seven Grammy wins and 28 nominations. She was first nominated in 1986 for Best Pop Vocal Performance Female for Crazy For You. She didn't win. She won her first uh, award in 1992 when she won Best Music Long Form Video for the Blonde Ambition Tour. Wow. And she won her first, like, like actual, like, when you think of the Grammys, you think singing more so than videos. Yeah. She won her first one in 1999 for Ray of Light. She won three that night. It's pretty crazy to me that... She went that far without a Grammy. Yeah. Like, I feel like they it was an intentional sort of, like... She snub. was nominated a lot. You know, like, after Crazy, she was nominated for... Uh, Papa Don't Preach, I think, and she had a bunch of nominations before that. Okay. Yeah, it did seem weird. It does seem weird that she did. Right. Like, I could understand, like, what I can, I still think she should have gotten an Oscar nomination for Vita, but I can mm -hmm. see why the 
people who make up that academy might be like, it's Madonna. We're not <laughs> participating. We're not be going to be uh, uh, recognizing yeah. a Madonna with an Oscar. Thank no. you very much. That's uh, a really good impression of an Oscar uh, nominator. It's my impression of Uta Hagen. Oh, you studied with her, right? I did. <laughs> we, we at the Motion Picture Academy do not endorse <laughs> strippers. I don't know what Uta Hagen sounds like, but yeah, it would be like I, I. But I don't understand why like the Grammys would just would not be like, oh, this is like we need. She's one of us. Yeah, and she's a huge artist. Yeah. If we went back and looked at all the people she was nominated against, it would make sense. But that's a lot of time. Um, that's a lot of time. We we didn't do that work. We didn't do it. But we did do some work. We watched the <laughs> things that she actually did. Yes. Yeah, so shall we get into that? Yeah. All right. So her first Grammy. And it's also weird that this was her first performance, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she, she should have been. I feel like she should have had, like, Express Yourself should have been on the Grammys or. Yeah. Like a prayer. But it wasn't yeah. until 1999. It was uh, February 24th, 1999, the Shrine Auditorium. Rosie O'Donnell was the host. Maybe she was like, You gotta get Madonna on. Yeah. You gotta get my girl on. The big winner that year was actually Lauren Hill for the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah. She won five Grammys that night. Madonna was nominated for five Grammys and she won three of them. All of these were for Ray of Light. She was nominated for Album of the Year and Record of the Year. And she won for Best Short Form Music Video, Best Pop Album, and Best Dance Recording. And then this year she performed Nothing Really Matters. What do you think? I thought it was a really fun performance. I thought so too. I have to say overall, I thought all these performances were really good. I did too. There was nothing in the grant. Like we're going to talk about some other award appearances later that have some rough spots, but yeah. pretty much across the board for the Grammys, she nails it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's all really fun. So this one, much like the video, she's giving us a geisha look. Donna mm -hmm. Nikki are there. The also serving geisha. Totally serving geisha, realness, extravaganza. <laughs> she has all these backup dancers, which I was so fascinated with because they're not doing a lot of dancing, dancing. They're doing more sort of like a movement piece, I would say. Mm -hmm. And they're in all like Madonna and, and Donna and Nikki are like in red. The backup dancers are all white and it's like they're holding bags of water. Yeah, I was trying to think about what that I, you know, because we know with Madonna that like it all has some like some meaning. And I was thinking about like this part of her life and career. And like this is like Kabbalah yoga. Right. She's given birth. She's given birth. And she's realizing that like, you know, nothing really matters. Well, that's the name of the song. But that that all the, it's like this sort of like reflection on materialism and fame and celebrity and money. And like that it's all I feel like she, it's her being like everything that's like tangible is just like goopy and weird and not very real. Oh, it's like you can't really hold it. Yeah, you can't hold on to things. You like you're trying to hold this thing, but it's like it's does it it's not holdable. It doesn't want to be hold. Yeah. Doesn't want yeah. to be hold held. Doesn't want to be held. 
and the the illusion that you're like that you I, I can hold it is kind of false and so like yeah, that's what i that's what i came away from it yeah, that, yeah. i like that what about the guy who the fire twirler what do you think of that him what do you think he just does in all of this i think that's just like neat looking she's like she's you're like, sexy take your shirt off and spin some fire yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe it has some maybe it's like rooted in some sort of like easter it definitely looked eastern But overall, I think this was great. I really liked it. She sounds great. She looks great. I like her. I like that like eye makeup that's like just like all outside of her eyes, kind of like all the red outside. I give it an A plus. I'll give it an I A as well. Okay, giving it a grand total of A. <laughs> that's how you add letters. <laughs> And then next, she did music. Yes, that was on February 21st, 2001 at the Staples Center. John Stewart was the host. Okay. The big winner that year was Dr. Dre, who had six wins. But Whoa. U2 won Best Record and Best Song for Beautiful Day. And Madonna was nominated for three Grammys this time. Best Pop Vocal Album, Be a Record of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. But unfortunately, she didn't win any of them. Mm. This one, she opens the show, I believe, with music. I believe so. So this one, uh, there's a huge stretch limo that comes out on stage, and it kind of looks like a disco ball. Like it has, like it looks like yeah. it has a lot of mirrors all over it. Yeah, it's encrusted. And then uh, she comes out. Well, I think it's uh, Lil Bow Wow. Wow. Yeah. Bow Wow, like, opens is acts like her chauffeur and opens the door for her, and she gives him her little coat and her fedora, and she's got. Is this when we see, a, a, do we see up top, she's got a tank top on that says Material Girl. She takes it, she takes something off it, she, a in little the middle later. of it. Yeah. yeah. To re, it's a reveal. The tank top is a reveal. Yeah. So at um, first I was like, this seems kind of subdued, like it was just her at first. And then suddenly at one point she gets on top of the limo and then like a, over a dozen dancers like pop out of every door and sunroof and whatnot. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're, yeah. I get it. It's she's a big party. Build. Yeah. It's a big party, and Nikki and Donna are there, as they are in Nothing Really Matters. They're still like very much in like they're her sidekick still at this point of their her their journey together. And it's really fun. It's like great to see them all together. It's great to see them all together. I like that Nikki is like doing a lot of Nikki-ness in it. Like Yeah, like, like release, release yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that. I love that. Like, it reminds me of like the girly show during Express Yourself when she's doing that a lot. Work it out, girl. Yeah, it's great. It's really super fun. And, and this they, also is very much like the Drowned World performance where like we get those deep knee bends. Those deep knee bends. And I noticed that like there's two ways to do those neat deep bends. Oh, neep okay. Deep bends. Neat <laughs> deep knee bends. Those neat deep bends. Yeah. Yeah. Madonna does like when Madonna does it, when she pops up, she like kicks out her heels. Oh yeah, she gives it a little extra like she gives it a little, like a, mm, a little extra zhuzh. Mm. And you think like, oh, she could wipe out really easily, probably. Like 
Because you can just like Nikki and Donna are just like up, down, up, down. And even that is impressive because that's like a lot of. It's 16 in a row. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. But Madonna's are like. <clears throat> yeah. It's almost like she's like picture. <clears throat> yeah. Picture, you know, as opposed to just sort of like going through it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She knows she's going to get like s- still images. Yes. <laughs> These bitches. <are> every <laughs> second. Every frame of this. But you know that's why she's Madonna. That's why she's the point of the triangle. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, this was a good performance. What do we? I give think it? this is great. I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A as well. Why not? All right, which brings it to an A. Next okay. one. The third one. This is a weird one. So this was on February 8th, 2006. The Staples Center. There's no host this year. The big winner that year was U2 for How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Never heard of it. Me neither. Madonna was not nominated this year, although the following year she would be, because this is uh, hung up, and she would be nominated for three Grammys. Best Long Form Music Video for I'm Going to Tell You a Secret. Best mm-hmm. Dance Recording for Get Together. And then she would win Best Electronic Slash Dance Album for Confessions on a Dance Floor. Oh. But this is the year where she is performing with Gorillas, that sort of fake band, and she does hung up. But the Gorillas do their number; they do a number, and then isn't De La Soul there too? De La Soul comes out before Madonna does, so like it's yeah. Gorillas and De La Soul comes out, does a little crowd work. And I remember the Gorillas being a thing, but I they weren't really on my radar. But I re- like I definitely I remember watching this when it aired. First of all, the big difference between this and the previous performances is HD. Oh, yeah. Like, suddenly it's like, we could, like, it's like, oh, this looks like now modern. We can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the gorillas, I guess, like, we're an actual band, but they, like, nobody knows what they look like because they just always have those, like, kind of weird 3D animation. They seem to be sort of like disaffected youth. Like, one of them's in, like, a jock strap or underpants playing the guitar. They're like, they're, they look kind of like bored with themselves. That guitar player gets excited when Madonna comes out. He, like, he like gets like his tongue comes out but like when de la soul comes out the the lead singer of the gorilla that cartoon starts like looking at his cell phone which is rude yeah rude who's texting a cartoon and then De La Soul does their thing, and then a, like a kind of punk girl comes out and climbs up on the stool and starts playing her guitar to lead into Hung Up. But then like Madonna comes out. Yeah. It's a animated Madonna at first. At first I like wasn't sure because it looks, I mean like obviously like they recorded her doing whatever it is, you know, that they're doing, but it looks a little like shiny and polished. And I was like, is that because of like how it would look because how she had needs to interact with these sort of animated things. But then I quickly was like, oh no, that's just animation. Wait, she's animated at first? At the very, yes. The beginning when she like walks around through them, that's not actually her. Oh, wow. You, the reason I could tell was because she has, so in the number she has, she's got like the purple leotard with yeah. sort of like a mini corset. Yeah. But when later in the number one, she's like with her real human dancers, there's more like stuff on the corset. Oh, okay. But it did it did take a moment to be like, wait, is that really her? Or is that some sort of animation of her? But it is, I, I'm 99% positive that's an animation of her. 
And then she goes into the performance of Hung Up, which is basically the what it would be on the confessions tour. Yeah. Where she's got those weird bars that they're all sort of jumping around on at first. And then there's that weird fun sort of orgy section in the middle of it. Where it's like a slow motion thing where she's going like, through the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Her dancers. And she's like, look what my legs can do. Mm-hmm. Still got it. <laughs> and she does. She looks fantastic. Yeah. She looks absolutely fantastic. Again, she sounds great. Mm-hmm. Is it boring that we just are like, she's great. But these are good. They're all really strong performances. So I don't know. I don't want to pick apart something just to pick it apart. No, 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 of course not. So an A. Yes, I would give this an A as well. I think it's great. Bringing the grand total to, so far, Madonna's Grammy performances. Average out to an A. A's across the board. (laughs) So the next performance is more of like a feature than a like full on performance. So this was on January 26, 2014. They moved it earlier because they didn't want to compete with the Olympics. At the Staples Center with LL Cool J as the host. The big winner that year was Daft Punk. They had five wins for Random Access Memories, which is a great album. And so Madonna performed as part of a larger sort of piece for a number by Macklemore and uh, Ryan Lewis called Same Love. When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay because I could draw. My uncle was and I kept my room straight. I told my mom- and it was this whole big event they created where Queen Latifah comes out and introduces them. And they have 33 couples get married in the midst of the song. So what do you think of this song? I think I find it really beautiful. I think that like somebody coming from like a religious background and somebody who's a hip hop artist and like the word, it's another one that I've seen before, but like just listening to what he's talking about, I think is really cool basically and like talking about his like gay uncles yeah i mean i think it's one of those things where it's like a little hokey more than a little it's hokey but it, the heart's yeah. in, it, in the right place and yeah he's sort of enthusiastic about it yeah and uh, i think mary lambert who was like the female vocalist yes. she sounds great Did you see the video that of the rehearsal? She was in a totally different outfit. No. There's a video of the rehearsal that is available online, and she's in a she's in a dress in that one. Still a cowboy hat. Uh, it's a white dress, but it has sort of see-throughs. It's it sort of looks like, and I don't mean this in a, a derogatory way. It kind of looks like cow spots, but mm. they're like sort of like see-through, like you know, so it's sort of like white with sort of like random like see-through-y blackish kind of spots in it and i will say in the rehearsal video she looks like she's uncomfortable moving like it's not like 
comfortable on her. So when the mm. actual performance comes around, she switched. I'm sure she, afterwards she was like, no, what other options do we have? She Get probably brings like a lot of outfits. I'm sure there are a lot of, yeah, things going on. Also, I think that like she's wearing white, which you're not supposed to wear to somebody else's wedding. And maybe like a white dress is too much like, too well, much. I'm pulling focus from the from the brides in the room. But I'll, I'll wear a white suit to just be like, I'm kind of pulling. It's a focus. little bit of both, right? Yeah, but like, <laughs> at least it's not a white dress. Well, I mean, it's not going to happen. She's not going to not pull focus. I mean, like, we don't know anyone else's name. Right. You know, we know she's Madonna. Do you, I was watching, I was like, do you think you would agree to get married on the Grammys as part of a big group number, knowing Madonna's going to sing Open Your Heart? Yeah. I might do it because also like who cares? I mean, also I'm someone who eloped, so yeah. I'm also kind of like who cares? I don't care. If I were to get married, I don't think I'd be really surprised at this point in my life if I got married. Uh huh. So if I if I did do it, I would be like, oh yeah, whatever. Let's just let's go to the Grammys. <laughs> right. Like that's right. not happening this year, Eric. I'm like, no, we're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we show up at the Grammys and get married, Madonna will pop out of somewhere and start singing "Open Your Heart." And that's how it happens. <laughs> It's how that's how you manifest it <laughs> part of what you love about me that i've got a crazy <laughs> mind so what happens is queen latifah introduces the song macklemore does the song then queen latifah comes out you know music is still playing and she announces like now we're gonna everyone get married you know this yeah. and that and as she's doing that she obviously was like not standing where she was supposed to stand because like a, a, a very well-dressed tuxedoed stagehand sort of like comes off from the wings like from behind just like grabs her by like the waist and just sort of like moves her over and she's very professional she's not like who is this man touching me she's like oh right i've got to move over here <laughs> and you can see like madonna coming to places like queen you have to madonna's about to come out you're not where you need to be so that's a funny <laughs> thing to look out for when you check Get her, out. hit your mark hit your mark queen She's definitely doing like her sort of like sto her stoic moment. Like she, like she likes to do like sometimes just like a regal stoic. Right. There's a sense that she's like, I know this moment isn't about me. Yeah, but and I am royalty. And there's like, a way which she's sort of like, I am your wedding present. Mm -hmm. I give this one an I'm gonna give it an A. There's what's not to what's not to celebrate about this performance. I agree. It yeah, it does feel like to be like, man, it's kinda hokey, it just feels like stop being an asshole. It's, it's 33 people's wedding. Don't criticize their wedding. But yeah. I think because there's not a ton of Madonna, okay. I'm gonna go A minus. Okay. Bringing the average to a still? It's still an A. That didn't drag it down. Still an A. So then her next, and this is really kind of like her final performance performance so far. Right. 
at the Grammys on February 8th, 2015, again at the Staples Center with LL Cool J, again as the host. This is his fourth consecutive time. And the big winner that night was Sam Smith. He won four uh, Grammys. Wow. Madonna's like, let's put a pin in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madonna wasn't nominated, but she was there performing Living for Love. And this was, we should say, this was two weeks before the Brit Awards performance with the mm-hmm. uh, the Cape Pole heard around the world. Yes. But her success, I think this number was super successful. I think so, too. So it starts with like a, a video projection, you know, and her and this was, you know, the Rebel Heart era, obviously, because mm-hmm. love, where she's like, this is about a revolution. It's about love and it's about this yeah. and that. And we see, you know, just some of the silhouettes of stuff. And it's and we find out it's like it's being projected on a sheet because in the sheet right before she starts singing, it's just like whisked up into the heavens. And I'm sure yeah. I was like, save that fabric. I'm going to need a cape in two weeks. <laughs> Don't throw um, anything away. No. <laughs> I'm paying for this. <laughs> and it starts with just her alone on the stage. First you love me and I let you in. Made me feel like I was born again. You empowered me, you made me strong. Build me up and I could do no wrong. She looks great. She's first in like this, it look, you think it's an all black number, but then it's like, oh, she's got a cape on. She She's sort of like twirls that off and then she's in this red number which i think is really cute it's just her on top of this big platform and for this one i was like her legs look incredible yes her legs were legging as the kids say she looked great and then there's like 20 of these bull these bedazzled sort of bull creatures yeah and they swarm like the um the swarming zombies in world war z like they're like like super fast what's funny about this is like there's like a dance break where it's mostly them sort of like picking her up and like moving her around like she's still good and all but you know she's she's in her late 50s mid to late 50s at this point so you know like god bless her she looks incredible she's doing a great job but it is a lot of them moving her around and sort of like picking her up and twirling her and I, while watching it, I was like, you know, there was a time in rehearsal where she accidentally just got poked with one of those horns and it just like, yeah. hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. But you, so like she finishes that dance break and then she takes off like a jacket that she has. And it's very, even though like, you know, her tits have been out, it very much feels like, and here are the girls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. that and her shoulders. But she also has this huge smile on her face and it's like, oh, right. That crazy part is over. She's like, good, yeah. got through that yeah. part. And now it's just like all relatively easy stuff for her or stuff where she doesn't have to worry about getting stabbed by one of these Maleficent horns. Yeah. And then she looks beautiful when she smiles. I love that. Yeah, she looks so like happy. Yeah. She's just like, yeah. I'm pulling it off. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that moment on the MTV uh, the VMAs with in Vogue where they're like after they flip the fans and they all catch yeah. them and they're like yes <laughs> home yeah, free yeah I like oh, and then it ends with like her being like raised up into Yes. So like they all swarm around her and you're like, where's Madonna? Where's Madonna? And then she's like, rise up through the heavens. But her body is just like, she's not even doing anything. She's literally just like, like she fell asleep or something. And they just, I think it's supposed to be like, she's like ascending. Sure. And she's like giving in. She's, but it does have that effect of like, is she, did they kill Madonna? (laughs) Which is what also they must have thought during the Brit Awards. Like after they pull her back there, as you said, like there's gotta be a point where they're all just like, oh my God, we killed her. There's something about living for love. Ironically, living always seems to have this death connotation. 
I think when I was watching, like at the end when it's go, when she's going up, because she's going up, like they obviously when they're swarming around her, they're like strapping her into that thing, yeah, yeah. like bolting, like making sure she's safe, and then it like pulls, and but because it's like it, it kind of pulls her up kind of slow. And right. it's like a little bit like rocking back and forth just because that's how <laughs> things work. And I wanted to just all get like completely quiet. And we just hear like, yeah. That would be great. That'd so be dramatic. Like, What's happening? Okay, I'm giving Living for Love an A. I'll give it an A as well. I think it's great. The grand total is still an A. Super fun. Still an A. So then we have one final... We'll call it a performance. That's going to bring the grand total to a C plus. No. <laughs> so this was 2023, and she's basically she's there to introduce Sam Smith and Kim Petras. But it's all that anyone talked about was that she didn't look like Madonna anymore. This was like the big. What has she done to her face? And so when you try to like look for it online, all you find are reaction videos of people talking about it, and you I yes. can find the actual raw footage. I couldn't either, but you can piece together most of it. And I remember seeing it when it happened. In, in my opinion, completely within her rights to be like, fuck all of y'all. You, nobody listened to what I was saying. You just talked about my face. And like what she's saying is, I think, very beautiful, which is basically that if you're somebody who is the world is telling you that you're other and that you're just dangerous or disturbing. Danger, yeah, that like you're actually like just what the world needs. And that's a really cool message to hear. And unfortunately, she kind of did look like Jigsaw. I know, but. I think, I guess what bothers me about is like, sort of like people got like kind of like outrage and then wanted to like, it wasn't enough to just be like, oh, Madonna looks very different tonight. Right. And, and I understand I've talked with some women who felt somewhat betrayed might be too strong a word, but who just felt like, oh, Madonna, she was going to show us how to age gracefully or she was going to be strong enough yeah. to not give in to those pressures, you know, of getting a lot of work done or trying to keep a sort of iron grip on youth and, you know, and to not have wrinkles and to not let herself have these sort of imperfections or flaws, quote unquote. But yeah, I don't know. I could, There's a way in which it's also just like she has the money. She has access to it. And it's also one of those things where I'm sure she's constantly being told, like, you could get this done, you get this done. And the thing that, I, to me, is always so, I mean, I don't have the the resources to get work done. Who knows if I did, if it was like, you know what I mean? Like, for her to get any procedure done, I'm sure she's not just like, let me check my checkbook balance first. No. Before. But to me, what is so terrifying about plastic surgery is that there's no undo button. Like, there's no way to get some, get a procedure done and then be like, oh, no, this doesn't look good. Let's go back to the old. Meeting. No, you can't. You have to, then you're constantly, like, trying to, like, do, you're trying to, like, yeah. fix And I think, the, you know, she, this obviously wasn't the first time she had work done. So I'm, I think it's just a matter of, like, once you've done it, it's, I think it's probably, like, well, a lot of people with tattoos. Yeah. I don't have any tattoos, but I know a lot of people who do, and almost all of them say, like, once you get that first one, you start thinking, oh, what's my next tattoo going to be? Yeah. 
And I could see once you've had a bunch of a couple procedures and they've gone well, that just sort of seems like, okay. Right. Like that, like, and it is like sort of like, I think if you have, if you're in that economic bracket and you have a person you're going to to get, like, it is, if it starts with like Botox and then like this, right. and the, just they like a little lift here. They suggest things. Yeah. They're like, okay, mm -hmm. so we can do some very, very subtle things. Your friends won't even really notice. They're just, they won't mm -hmm. notice. They'll just be you like, you look, look well fantastic. Rested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, what is it? You look incredible. And so they do that. And then I, I think you're right. I think it gets to be like, well, now the next step is. I think also just the pressure of you know of her being like i'm about to go on tour or you know i don't yes. know it's just like all of it over time i just... read it i don't know if i read what i read was just like rumors but i i did hear that in between that appearance and her medical scare in july and then actually going on tour she was trying to kind of like get her face back to a more like a less severe look mm. which i think she i think in the celebration tour she looks really pretty yeah she looks great so this was just some growing pain. I also wonder if, and I, I, I don't say this as in a way that I dislike it, but her hair is a very like striking bold choice as well. Yes. Like if she had the classic sort of Madonna, like, you know, Curls, yeah. pearl blonde, you know, like sort of wavy blonde hair, would it have seen, would her face have seemed as dramatically different? I did think that too. I think that like, it's not those, those two skinny yeah. braided loops don't, She's really pulling everything back from her face and being like, here's my new face. <laughs> Where, yeah, she could, yeah. I think it didn't do her any favors, that hair. So let's blame the hair. Okay. Yeah, why weren't people talking about Madonna's, like, what? that's not her hair. She's never had that hairdo before. I don't recognize that hair. Madonna's hair is unrecognizable. <laughs> if you showed me a picture of that hair, I would, I would have no think... idea it was Madonna. <laughs> no. I'd be like, what wig are you showing me right now? Yeah, I'd be like, I think it's F FKA twigs. I don't know. That's <laughs> What does Skrillex look like? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's Janelle Monet. That's Janelle Monet's hair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, her face was like completely hers. It was her hair that was unrecognizable. Yeah. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. It's the hair. We figured it out. And in misogyny. I'm gonna give this appearance an A. I feel like because I haven't really seen it, I can't give it a grade. I'll have to abstain. Okay, so then we're gonna go 11, it's still an A. Still an A. Mm -hmm. A's across the board for the Grammys. Mm -hmm. Do you think she'll perform at the Grammys again? There could be. Um, I definitely think that she's gonna like appear on the Grammys in the future. Like I think that like yeah. when she turns 70, she's gonna, come out on stage and do something then the cane will not just be decorative at that point yeah oh god i don't want to think about that but her legs will still look incredible yeah she's got those like magical fishnets yeah what if for her those fishnets are like the red shoes like she can't take them off she has or to she... constantly be doing <laughs> her legs just be like little and they like <laughs> she her legs turn into pudding <laughs> Yeah, her bones just like turned to sand. 
Right, it's like the portrait of Dorian Gray, but it's the fishnets mm-hmm. of Madonna, Louise mm-hmm. Veronica Ciccone. Write it. We're only one fist in into this episode one right fist now. In. I hope you guys have all been breathing <laughs> and really, you know, just paying attention to your heart rate. Do you need because, a sip of water? Because the next fist we got is is a no holds barred fist. <laughs> and it's probably gonna not ease in. No, this gently. is gonna be this is like a, a bull in a china shop kind of fist coming your way. <laughs> one of those bulls from Living for Love with An very big horns. Fish. Fish. Fist. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We're going to, on the other side of this, we're going to talk about Super Bowl with a very fun and exciting guest. I'm very excited for this chat. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. John Flynn. I am very excited about our guest this week. Um, so, and I will tell you. Oh, yeah. What should I say about this person? Uh, I forgot to ask him. He is the <laughs> host of several great podcasts, Action Boys and High and Mighty. He's been a great friend of mine for many, many years. And when I was like, we need to talk about football and Madonna, who could be a guest <laughs> for that? And there was only it was a list of one. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. John Gabris. Yay. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. This is a true delight. I am a Madonna fan, so that is thrilling to be here. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Are you really? really? Yeah, through via Tiffany, uh, who I wife. Been, my wife who I've been with for 20 years, and she is such a huge Madonna fan. She has uh, lip birthmarks tattooed to match Madonna's. She started drawing them on when she was like 15 because she was so obsessed with Madonna and kept them. And then eventually now are, they are tattoos or microblading, I believe, is what the women Whoa. call Whoa. Wow, I had no idea. She's a diehard, yeah. She like, you know, uh, w- w- always like looked, worshipped Madonna and still does. She's going in March, I guess. She's coming to L.A. Uh, yeah. Month, or something like that. <laughs> are you not going? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not that much of a fan. I, <laughs> I got okay. four hundred dollars towards the rent. <laughs> so wait, so before that, like, what were your feelings about Madonna? Like, what did you think of her? Like, how how did she exist in your world? She was like, I liked her music, and she was hot. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like she was kind of like how I feel about a handful of pop stars now. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't yeah. mind that music, but. Like a Prayer is a song that I just always fucking love. You know, also, like, right. I, I'm the age of, like, MTV growing up. So, like, Madonna right. music videos were on all the time. And those were always cool. And the songs are catchy as fuck. And, and she's good yeah. at what she does. <laughs> and she's hot. It's like, who can complain <laughs> about that? <laughs> Do you have, like, a favorite, like, Madonna video or, like, era? Uh I don't know about eras as much because they all kind of blend together for me. But sure. my favorite videos are uh, 
Like a Prayer because I like the song so much, but the video is not as powerful. I like the video for Express Yourself a lot. Now, I know I say I like Madonna because she's a hot woman, but the Express Yourself video is my favorite. I just make David Fincher head. You know, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, looks I, great in that video. She's, I mean, she's incredible. got it's all that like kitteny stuff and pouring milk down her back and, Hell yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ticks all your boxes. <laughs> yeah. Milk down the back, kitty cat, <laughs> pinstripe suit. Yes, yeah. okay. uh, I'm here for all that. Uh, yeah, a monocle. I'm, oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Finally, my female mi- monopoly woman is. Uh, and she's always just been like a huge presence. You know, I I think I'm like the perfect age to have just been like watching her on me. Like she's just always been around. It feels like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, she is dangerously timeless she's been going for so hard <laughs> for so long yeah 40 years that's <laughs> that's uh, it's crazy to do anything for 40 years and singing and dancing is the craziest <laughs> thing you could be doing for right it's a long time Christ. it is yeah. a long time and and look like i saw billy joel uh a, a couple <laughs> years ago and he was really old and he brought out tony bennett who is even older but they are not <laughs> just, in fucking... they're just standing there right yeah they're just or standing there. They're not at a piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's not like a flaming skateboarder doing an ollie over them while they do a split or some shit yeah. how many costume changes do billy joel have Dude, Billy Joel didn't even get up from the bench. (laughs) He stressed me out so much what he looked like that when he brought out Tony Bennett, I felt better about Billy Joel. I was like, oh, okay. Billy is like, (laughs) I guess there's room to grow into like Yoda Yoda style. I heard that Billy Joel concerts are really good still, though. They are still fucking amazing. And here's a highlight why. As a Long Islander, I can speak to this pretty much. Of course. Yeah. the lead singer of Big Shot, the number one Billy Joel cover band that was like comes out of Long Island and toured the country, he just hired that guy to join his band. To do like so, the high notes, to do the high notes and sing <laughs> along with them and play guitar and shit. So like he just and uh, Billy's always been like a key smasher guy too. So like you know he he's not very delicate or there's not like anything special he does. He's like right. bar songs more or less. And so it's easy, but the, the concerts are fucking banana. He, he's one of those guys. Madonna is definitely one of those guys where he, you know, like their 35 most popular songs, even if you've never chosen right. to put on <laughs> their album. Tried to, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, like if you've <laughs> never tried to listen to a Madonna song in your life and just and just lived your life normally, you still could probably name 15 to 20 Madonna songs. Right. Yeah. Like they're or just even if you couldn't. Yeah, you think you couldn't do it once you started playing it. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, yeah. so ubiquitous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, Material Girl, sure. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, another, another great video. Oh, she looks amazing in that. <laughs> Were you a big fan yeah. of Papa Don't Preach? Because I remember that one. There's a Captain moment. Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> right? No, Isn't her father? It's Danny Aiello. You're confused. Danny. That was Cindy Lauper. Oh, shit. The girls just want to so have sorry. fun. Yeah. Get off another our podcast. Beefy, <laughs> beefy Ginzo actor. Sorry. <laughs> no, there's a moment in Papa Don't Preach video where she like does a little step where she like like shimmies back and pops her head back and one of her boobs falls out for like half a second. Uh, Googling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you just sent me that like a um, a little... 
little gif of, of it. Yeah. 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 And I was like, watched it a hundred times. I was like, her boob is definitely a hundred percent all the way out. <laughs> it's like a big, yeah. like a, a big nursing boob just like <laughs> presents itself. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. That's oh, a punctuation. Yeah. Okay, I'm seeing the I'm seeing the gifts. <laughs> I'm on Reddit enjoying the gifts. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote, "Papa, don't preach boob." <laughs> and the internet couldn't have responded yeah, faster. Like, you got it, Gabrus. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Have you ever seen Madonna live ever? Yes. I saw her at Madison Square Garden. I Perfect. think it was Confessions. That would have been okay. like mid-aughts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like 2006-ish. Yeah. Around then, sometimes after college with Tiffany and her mom and her dad. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like her mom. <laughs> wow, that must have been together. awkward going to a Madonna concert with your father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty weird. Uh, I was already sort of like, who is this guy my daughter's dating? And now it's like, I'll go to Madonna. <laughs> your guys are paying? I'm fucking in. Yeah. Uh, and that's Were her Are her parents also fans? Her mom is a huge Madonna fan as well. Okay. Her mom okay. is like... The energy in that family is like her mom is her older sister. Like they are like gotcha. They yeah, fight, right. get along, and like they're right. into all the same shit. If if Tiffany gets into something, her mom like picks it up as a hobby, and they're like, <laughs> oh, lightly competitive. Uh, she would never agree to that. But, uh, I'm a little bit more on the outside. They're able to see. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. But that I, I was gonna tie, uh, mention this eventually because that's when she stepped it up a notch in my mind because. I had seen a shit ton of concerts by 06, but mm -hmm. I had not seen anything like that. What she does, yeah. Yeah, because it's more than just a musical performance, obviously. It's like going yeah. to like the circus and the planetarium and a concert <laughs> like all at once. I don't remember much, but here are some details I remember from this tour at, at MSG. Uh, you can get champagne with a strawberry in it at the place where the New York Rangers play hockey. You can buy <laughs> champagne with a strawberry. It was like $20 a, a cup, but we were definitely drinking that. And there was a half pipe on stage that was yeah. part of the performance. And skateboarders and, like, uh, I mean, inline skaters and people doing, like, all kinds of fucking tricks. And Madonna is just fucking busting moves the whole time. I was like, this blew my fucking mind. I was like, this is crazy. And here's what's really crazy. In like 06, she wasn't considered like young. No, either. right. Like, this it was is like, like her kind of her adult, second comeback. Yeah. Yeah. She was like an adult woman who, and now this is where 18 years later, we're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this woman up to? Even, even the fucking halftime show we watched for this, uh, we watched for this episode is six years after that tour. And she's right. not young and she's fucking on a guy's on a slack line she's like bouncing around she's fucking you know she's she, in her early 50s yeah yes she outperforms even CeeLo green yeah <laughs> you realize that's i'm a huge fan that's how i know everything about Madonna's <laughs> that is your, that's your parameter for everything yeah. <laughs> CeeLo Green. <laughs> well, that's so exciting. I had no idea you were such a big Madonna head. But yeah, I yeah. think it makes sense. And like, cause that that is what is one of like the, her extra special powers are the live show. So like to yeah. see the live show and be like, wow, it yeah, you would just be like, there's a whole other dimension there. 
I remember being saying to like my fucking mouth breathing, fucking stupid, <laughs> close minded friends being like, you gotta actually go to a Madonna concert. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I, like, like I don't, I don't love Cirque du Soleil, but like, right, when you, you go, should go to you one. Just, you go, you go to one. You go like, well, what they're doing, maybe it's not 100 <laughs> yeah. percent for me. But they seem to be fucking good at it. Whatever yeah. this, they pick their own lane, obviously, and they are very good at but it. They are nailing it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Madonna is just fuck. This is like a spectacle. It's on like, and it was obviously it was like a sold out Madison Square Garden and like. Yeah, when you're that's a huge venue, uh, and when you know all the words to songs, and the fucking crowd is all into it, it's, it's like, uh, it's exciting. It, it's what people describe as like experiences. You know, if everyone is scream singing "Living on a Prayer" together, I mean, "Living on a Prayer," uh, <laughs> like a prayer like during a prayer. "Living on a yeah. Prayer." Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm singing, the, I'm singing "Living on a Prayer" during while she's trying to, and she's like, "No wonder Tiffany's leaving you home." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tiffany's mom's like, "We're not buying John tickets to confession." No. No to more. celebration, not after what happened at confession. He sang Papa Roach over Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> but I like to think that you did it in a way that it was all like counterpoint and it like all like fed mess. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it ended up on Glee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, me and Madonna, unbeknownst to us, were doing proto girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> She's always on the cutting edge. <laughs> she really is. Fuck, dude. <laughs> she is. So, Gabrus, I do some ask some trivia questions, and I didn't go super hard into Madonna trivia for this one because I, at the time, I was like, I didn't. I'm just finding out all this stuff about your Madonna fandom. So maybe I could have done more, but I did less. So I'll start with the Madonna one to ease us in. Give me all your lovin', which is performed in this Super Bowl halftime show, which in my Madonna book, Madonna song by song, which I get a lot of the trivia from. <laughs> he keeps he refers to it as like he like he'll be like, give me all your lovin', and then when he talks about it, he just abbreviates it to G M A Y L, which is Gmail, but sort of like a little like, <laughs> a cuter version of it. So that video for the official video for the song opens with a quote. And I'm going to tell you the quote and then except for the last line and you're going to guess you're going to you have multiple choice. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. This is the quote. Fans can make you famous, a contract can make you rich, the press can make you a superstar, but only love LUV can and then the first choice is make you mine. The second choice is set you free. The third choice is make you a player. The fourth choice is win the game. And the fifth choice is last forever. Oh, a classic five choice multiple <laughs> yeah. choice question. Uh, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> with set you free. I do not okay. know at all, but set you free seems like a classic love lyric. But yeah. That's John. my guess as well, but to not double guess. What was the fifth one? Only love can last forever. I'll go with that one. Lasting the, forever. The correct answer is only love can make you a player. 
Okay. <laughs> I think that she was trying to play into like because that the video has like cheerleadery stuff in it too, right? Oh, okay. So maybe she was already like going. I wonder if she knew she was doing the Super Bowl when she did that video. Give me all your love, boy. You can be my boy. You can be my boy toy. In the nick of time, I can say a second rhyme because it's time for change, like a nickel or a north. Oh. I'm Roman. I'm a barbarian. I'm Conan. You were sleeping on me. You was dozing. Now move. I'm Conan. Okay. The second question is about how, what's your knowledge level of LMFAO? Oh, I only know one thing about them, and it's uh, I don't want to, you know, tip your question. Okay, that's a thing. But <laughs> it is the most interesting thing I think about them. But let's see. Okay, let's see. So, what a time capsule for them to appear in this! Right? Like, <laughs> right? It's like one this year earlier and one year later, they are like, like they're they're in the nosebleeds <laughs> if they if they were able to get tickets. LMFAO is a duo. Their stage names are Red Foo and Sky Blue. They are related. This is the one, one thing I know about uh, them is how they're related. Oh, then it, that's that's the question. Okay, then let's do this. Well, then let's say the answer. Right. Yeah, how are so they related? How are they related? How are they, they related? Are, this is a, a very interesting dynamic for a performance duo. They are uncle and nephew. That is true. <laughs> that that is the one dynamic. fact I know yeah. about those guys. And I, I just find it literally when they're doing the dance with Madonna while I was just watching it before we logged on, I was like, which one's the uncle? Yeah, I had that same thought too. They like, both can move. I'm, I was yeah. happy. I'm like, the uncle's got to be a little older usually. Uh, when, yeah. I fir- when I first moved into the uh, this apartment, my upstairs neighbors were an uncle and a nephew, and I thought it was, and they were fucking alcoholics. They were like partying no. all the time. Uh, one time, I just heard a loud glass crash, and I looked out my window. They're obviously have the same layout as me, and I have a window on the other side of this monitor. The one of the guys had just slipped and like fell out, like <laughs> hit his window. He didn't fall out, but he broke all the glass and came up was like covered in blood. And shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they were not Red Foo and Sky Blue, unfortunately. Too bad. No Lennon or Zeppelin. Hey. I did that one as multiple choice, so this one is not multiple choice. Do you know who they're related to in the music industry? Someone. Fuck. I wish I could place this. I remember it's someone interesting, too. Or someone not garbage is what I remember that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's some. They are. Um, Red Foo is the son of Barry Gordy of Motown Records. Yes. Wow. That's what it is. That's a pedigree. Yeah. Barry Gordy, also the producer of The Last Dragon. <laughs> That's how I know. Uh, oh. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <Would> you... <laughs> I should have listed his most famous. When you write first. his obituary, that's going to be the first line. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's Bruce Bruce Leroy is the main character's name. It's like a black martial arts movie, and the main character's name is Bruce Leroy. Pretty fucking great. <laughs> that is good. It knows what it is. Vanity's <laughs> in it. That's how you know it's a. Uh... It's eternal. Yeah. Okay, Gibbs, I feel like you're going to know this one too. The Super Bowl halftime shows started in 1967. And for a long time, they were like a lot of marching bands and up with people performed a bunch of times. And then they moved from like a theme. They, with the exception of like they had like a, in 1993, they hit a Michael Jackson show. 
But after they went from marching bands, they went on to these like themes that would be like Disney presents, like blah, blah, blah. And they'd have a bunch of musical acts. And then in, 19, in 2005, they like went straight to like this headliner model that we have now. Who was the, in 2005, the headliner of it? Was it U2, The Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, or Aerosmith? Shit. My guess before you gave the multiple choices was Bruce because that's one of the performances I remember. But every one of those bands, like that's, they all seem like a halftime at Super Bowl in the late. Yeah. You two did it right after two, the 9 11. So they were like 2002. And okay. I know they came back, but I don't know if they came back that quickly. I would say it's Bruce. John Flynn. I'll nice. guess, just to guess someone different, I'll guess Paul McCartney. It was Paul McCartney. Oh, hell yeah, oh, wow. John. Good work, boss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I <Hell> win. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get this book, Eric. <laughs> you gotta, it's going to change your trivia game totally. <laughs> I doubt the Super Bowl halftime performer trivia is in the Madonna song by songbook. Also, I it's that. not. I wish. I wish I got that into it. Okay. Which of these personalities has never appeared in a Super Bowl halftime show? Carol Channing, Dorothy Hamill, Indiana Jones, Tony Braxton, or Savion Glover? So, Harold Channing was the very first guest of <laughs> the very first Super Bowl. She sang when the Saints come marching in. So, Carol so Channing was, Channing the, first was one. the first one. Okay. Okay. What was the second choice? Dorothy Hamill. There was like a, a year before, it was either right before, or right after Michael Jackson, where they made the whole, they made it like a, a there was an ice skating tribute. I know that. So, it's not okay. that one. They did an Indiana Jones, like, jokey thing. That one thing. makes sense. That one makes total sense. Tie-in shit. It's got to be Tony either, Braxton either Tony Braxton or Savion, Savion Glover. Glover. I feel like Savion Glover. Tony Braxton was... Po oh. Savion Glover is my guess. My guess is Tony Braxton. Okay. It was a trick question. They have all performed. Oh. oh. You tricked us. You did. All right. <laughs> Not fair. I, it's embarrassing to imagine like back in the day it was like up with people or a marching band and it was like had some pomp and circumstance and I love Madonna but it yeah. really feels tacky when it's like the Bridgestone emblem is up the whole time oh yeah CeeLo <laughs> Green like oh, who, who else is popular right now jam them in there you know Minaj yeah. uh, MIA fucking uh, LMFAO it's like they always do like jam how many uh, features can we have in yeah, here yeah like and then it starts to feel like like who there's no way it's just usher this year right no 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 uh, yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of other a, people yeah right yeah there's gotta be i thought it was kind of badass that rihanna was just like it's just rihanna yeah and like a thousand dancers but like she was yeah awesome. like this that's not gonna change i'm just gonna wear this uh she does have a quality about her that's like i like i kind of don't care about any of this that's like her superpowers that she doesn't give yeah. shit about anything or it's the most watched super bowl and she made so much money because she did that one little thing with like her makeup where she powdered her nose and sales went insane so she made oh, like right. an insane amount of money off of just doing that and she was like yeah i didn't need to make myself crazy like madonna or you know or lady gaga or beyonce <laughs> That's Rihanna for her. Let everybody watch you what I do. Come walk in my shoes and see the way I'm living if you really want to. Got my mind on my money and I'm not going away. So keep on getting your paper and keep on climbing. Look in the mirror and keep on shining. Till the game 
talk about this this Super Bowl halftime show? Let's talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. So in case you're listening to this podcast and don't know what the Super Bowl is, which wouldn't be that crazy. It is a Venn diagram. It is two the circles overlap a little. I might be a little, on, perhaps. on me. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Wikipedia. The Super Bowl is an annual league championship game of the National Football League, or NFL, of the United States. Winning teams are awarded the Vince Lombardi Trophy, named after the eponymous coach who won the first two Super Bowls. And due to the NFL restricting the use of its Super Bowl trademark, it is frequently referred to as the big game or other generic terms by non-sponsoring corporations. I thought that was a fun fact. So that's Mm. the Super Bowl. So Madonna was the headliner on March 23rd, 2012. This is right before her album MDNA was about to come out. She also just directed WE. So as we said, her guests were LMA, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, MIA, and CeeLo. She set a record at the time for the most viewers, 114. Other people have surpassed it. But she also, I think, was the first time that the, the viewership for the halftime show was higher than the viewership for the game itself. And mm. and there's no way you guys can know this, but for old man Gabrus. This was a hell of a fucking Super Bowl. Was it? <laughs> Tell yeah, us about it. Did you have skin in the game? I did. The New York Giants, my team, won the Super Bowl this year. Ah, oh, so you won was, twice. They were, they were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it worked on me. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I, I I think that it was the second year in a row that the uh, 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 Giants beat the Patriots. Or like... It, no, it was not. But it was one of the two times the Giants beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking off. The Patriots are like villains, you know? So it's nice for the yeah. the Giants to be able to do that. <laughs> were they just villains because you're a Giants fan? Or are they sort of like largely considered to be a villain? Well, they have a Boston-based fandom. So that like puts okay. them in the villain category a little bit. Like the New York versus Boston rivalry. Gotcha. And also specifically New England at this time was like absolutely dominating. As a matter of fact, I don't think it was this Super Bowl. It was a, maybe a different one. But the, but it was around this time the Patriots went undefeated all the way up until the Super Bowl and lost to the Giants. So like they beat every Ooh. single person. Like that's like twenty straight wins, twenty weeks of winning, and then they lose in the last game to the little oh. underdogs. And I think the year the Giants did that, the Giants were like seven and six at week thirteen, which is a really shitty uh, record, and then won out every single game all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, so like. That was a wild year, too. I don't know if that was this year, because I remember uh, there was uh, another, you know, the Giants. The Giants beat the Pats twice. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Most of what I've been thinking about while you're describing the football excitement stuff is I'm like, how would you how would you be like, so are the Patriots and the Giants like the clam chowder of the football world? Like, yeah, like sort of Manhattan versus New England. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, well, like, uh, <laughs> even just like, New York and Boston both have like Boston has that like we're the second city energy like they're mad that like yeah. you know New York they're is, not New York right they're, they're mad that they're not New York but they have such intense pride in who they are and the Yankees Red Sox which is baseball that's like a big <laughs> yeah. rivalry Thank you. that kind of that kind of overlaps into other stuff uh, the Giants also beat them in 08 and that was the year that the Giants went uh, that the Pats went undefeated and lost them and then 2012 was just another year that the Giants did it. <laughs> uh, they're like the only team to beat the Pats in, in the Super Bowl. Like the Pats won all the other times. <laughs> They've won a lot. They've won yeah. a lot, right? In recent yeah. years. So it's I didn't a Tom even... Brady team. Yeah. 
I didn't even put it together that this was the same Super Bowl. Like, I was just like, oh, shit, Madonna, XLVI. That I remember this. <laughs> this is cool. I was like, oh, who else was in this game? I was like, oh, shit, I definitely watched <laughs> I mean, I watch every Super Bowl, but I also, I was like, I definitely was pumped for this one. So what do we think? So before we, like, break it down song to song, what do we think of overall of the Madonna's uh, halftime show? I thought it was really super great. Yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I watched it twice in the last hour. I watched it two times. Yeah. She's got a fucking catalog and she hits a few of the best ones. Even the LMFAO thing was like like time caps. It was like her holding up the newspaper of the day or something like <laughs> yeah. that to remind you that it was 2012. Even and, and that song, I who can who can like it, but you can't it's a fucking catchy tune like yeah. it, it's like i don't I, I cannot stand to hear it anymore but it's in that way that it like earworms right in yeah and, yeah and all the spectacle shit was all I, I mean the super bowl thrives in making a big deal of a show madonna thrives yeah. in making a big deal of a show the <laughs> right two she's definitely together, like built for it yeah yeah the two and she looked fucking amazing and she's in her 50s in this right yeah yeah she looks great and i think she also like in watching it again i was like oh she was she like played it like straight like she wasn't like trying to be young madonna of like and then i'm gonna do a weird ballet about domestic abuse and really rub right, her yeah. faces in it right. she's like the super bowl great i'll we'll do gladiator uh we'll do cheerleaders we'll do marching bands and all it the hits aw- i was definitely thinking like oh I would have liked to have been a gladiator in this. Uh, like <laughs> You'd have been, been great. Like, just oil me up and let me pull the fucking thing. Can you like, march? Yeah. Because it's rare rhythm. that I, I see a spot for myself in a giant musical performance. Where I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know. But it's just like a slab of beef moving something. Like, I could do that. <laughs> I can pull. Yeah. I'm literally built like that. <laughs> there were so many of those gladiators. That, that's the other thing that made me, like, classic, like, low self-esteem. I'm like, well, I could, if I, even if I'm that 99th best one. Yeah. That's still there, you know? At some point, they just still performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so <laughs> humiliating to imagine, but when you go to an audition and you're like, and there's, so that they need four people for this. Okay, perfect. That, <laughs> thank God. Okay. Because I don't think I'm good, but I can't be. <laughs> I'm never top three, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not, I could slip in four. on a four if the chemistry's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you, uh, you, uh, uh, you need a fat guy. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Football League presents the Super Bowl 46 Halftime Show. Yeah, she starts with Vogue, a lot of gladiators playing. And she did this real, like, regal phase of her career. Which is, like, definitely, like, I'm a queen. Yeah, she's definitely in the in her like. Yes, I'm. I'm definitely the like. I'm undisputedly the, the queen. queen. Yeah, yeah, she deserves yeah. and she deserves it. Yes, on yeah. that on the throne that you guys are referencing, she like is in heels yeah. <laughs> up in the air and yeah. she's jumping with her feet from on the seat to on the arms and back onto the seat that is horrifying yes while like moving yeah well well and while it's literally moving across the stadium she's popping around and she's got that huge she headset headpiece on oh, that you know can't be like light you know what i mean like it's got to no. be like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i also like did you notice that on the back of the chair on the back of the throw on like she's sitting against it what is that that's the back of it that's what it's called yeah, back yeah. Of the thing. there's it says mdna but it looks like a like a graffiti tag oh cool i did not notice that 
Yeah. Details. Yeah. Details. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to remind them subtly. A lot of them won't pick it up or notice it, but subconsciously, <laughs> it's a callback to my like boy toy tagging days. Yeah. I did live in the Lower East, East Side. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it is cool because it just looks like maybe like line art, like some sort yeah. of like hatch thing. Uh, yeah. Like cross hatch, but then it's cool. MDNA. Yeah, she makes it to the stage and she does a really long but solid version of Vogue. Like she does like the full song. It's not like other, like sometimes in a situation like this, she might be like 90 seconds of each number, but like she right. gives right. you like. I think they shorten some of the other ones, right? Like they tighten yeah. up some of the other songs, but yeah, she she's fully in Vogue. And uh, Vogue, uh, she's fully <laughs> in it. Uh, she's, I'm not she's on Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> on Vogue. She is that R&B trio. Yeah. <laughs> I like that she had like the floor like looks like Vogue magazines. Right, there was like that element of it of the floor. There's like video screen, so there's all that other extra layer of stuff happening. There's yeah. a lot of cool shit going on production-wise throughout the whole thing. It's fucking wild. I think that like there were she in the biography that John and I just read, apparently it was very stressful. Like to the amount of time that you had to like put the stage together. Yeah, you have, they're, the they're allowed seven minutes to set up and then eight minutes to take down whatever they put up. That's fucking insane. And also, those those got, those people are the fucking <laughs> heroes of these shows. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That, How do you build are, that set in seven yeah, minutes? Like, yeah, well, you, like, you got to build it for months leading up to it that in the way that it can also be finally put together in seven minutes. Like, right. You yeah. Gotta, like, yeah. Ikea. We're making puzzle right, pieces. The, yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, push, 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 smash, smash, smash. Okay, go. Yeah, like a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to take, yeah, I can't imagine. I also like the person who's like, a hundred cheerleaders, please line up over stand here. Stand by. Oh, choir, God. stand by. Yeah, and all you need is like one person to just like pull their schwanz out or something like that and blow the yeah. whole thing, you know. <laughs> So the next song she goes into is music, and that's the one with uh, LMFAO. And, and it like, goes from kind of like come a, up. Yeah. the palette, the color palette changes pretty drastically. It gets very like bright neo, bright primary colors. Yeah, from, I, like black and white and gold to primary colors. And that kind of happens for each song change in a weird way. They do a really cool job with that. Oh yeah, she yeah. definitely like, makes it. The entire motif is different. Yeah, no, there's a yeah. thing about like Madonna's concerts too, where like, if you took a picture of her from anyone, like you would be able to go like, oh, that's the number she's doing. It's not like in some right. concert oh, you're yeah. like, oh, it's Adele singing. I don't know what number she's singing, but like with the Madonna, you're always like, oh, she's wearing that. She's got that, that set, that thing's going on. That's the number. Right, right. That's cool. Yeah, and this is like a, a mashup of like music and uh, I forget what they're, they're they have I'm two sexy songs. And party, I know yeah, that <laughs> yeah. has, and it's also party rock, right? Is in there too. The party, party yeah, yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's in there. Uh, I like that they break it down for sexy, and I know it. And watching LMFAO, I mean, imagine you're just like an uncle and a nephew, 
who randomly <laughs> make this fucking catchy ass song and you're like this is wild we dress like freaks and then next thing you know you're doing choreo with fucking madonna i mean like that yeah. rules <laughs> yeah that is there's part of it where i'm like because they were really really big right then yeah right yeah. like there's like they were like they were again <laughs> yeah that did it last so it was like a, that thing of like it was cool for them to be on stage with Madonna. And I think it also like this part of Madonna's stuff where it's like, she's being like, I'm also still cool. Yeah. She's like yeah. sucking there, you know. Like, yeah. She's like, a little vampire taking yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yes, <laughs> I yeah. will live to I'll make 80. out with you too, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Who else needs me to upstage them right now? And it also serves like the part of her that's like fun and funny so that she can shift gears from being like, I'm the queen, I'm a pop star, to be like, I'm also just playful and silly and can like goof around and like mug. <laughs> and here I am dancing with two absolute, was she sitting on one of the guy's shoulders at one point? She like, was, she can... yeah. 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 That was another thing. I, I, let me rephrase that sentence I said earlier. Imagine you're, you and your <laughs> uncle make some stupid fucking song and it's weirdly catchy, you dress like freaks. And then cut to the Super Bowl. Madonna's on your shoulders. Right. Madonna's. Yeah. Sorry. That's to be an insurance crass. issue. Yeah. Sorry to be crass, but Madonna's yeah. pussy is on it's the on back of your head. The nape of your neck. Dream come true, dog. Is there really yeah. something about that specifically? That. Yeah, it seems like the back of the neck. A, yeah, yes. it seems like it's close enough. You know what I mean? It's a very, it's a very tender place to get kissed. Yes. <laughs> By her Truly downstairs intimate. lips. Yeah. Yeah, downstairs <laughs> lips. In a place that you'll never see. <laughs> um, oh, this is also where she has the slack line, uh, jumpy guy. Yeah. Now she like walks out and kisses that guy on the cheek in a way that makes you seem like this is my this is my cousin or something like that. <laughs> like she greets him like and it's like no one else got that greeting like a casual like oh cool the slackliner guy. I bet there. like they could never be at the same rehearsal. So she was like th that was her going thank you so much for doing my show. Oh god, thank god you're here. <laughs> so nice Raven, to meet you or whatever the fuck your name is. I'm Madonna. Hi, Madonna. Who are you? I hear great things. <laughs> and he's like, he's like perched on that yeah. slack line at the beginning. You don't really see the slack line at the beginning, so you're like, "What is this guy? Weird deal? guy." And then he <laughs> and he then he starts bouncing. His outfit is bananas, and he starts yeah. just like bouncing around on it's it, like Cupid or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it looks cool. The slack line shit ends up looking pretty fucking cool. You're like, and she gets like a box that comes out of the ground that it's like at yeah. that same height. So she and this is when I noticed that a 50-something-year-old woman was dropping hard into a squat and then popping oh, yeah. out of it in, <laughs> in like, thigh-high boots with the heels. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. when I was truly impressed. That Like, that's when I was like, she's got to be in her 50s at this point. That's yeah. My knees can't handle that now. Like, that looks <laughs> fucking crazy. But with the right boots? I with just need my kinky boots. <laughs> with slack lighting, I can't tell how many... Times that that they're like, oh, that one didn't work, so I just like do my butt on it, or right, if it's right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. my like, setup wasn't there. Nope. Yeah, like okay, hold on. <laughs> like a trampoline. Of like, no, butt. need to get a little but, more height. Yeah, but, Eric, that's funny you said. It seems like they roll the butt drop into part of it. Like that's kind of like their casual like. Oh, yeah. I, there's no real choreography, but I know to move here. <laughs> that also yeah. covers any fall or any like misleap. Yeah. Like, oh, just a butt bounce. That's all part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's a good cover to be like, I actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing out there. Yeah. On your ass. I can't tell Make like, sure you kiss Madonna when she comes out. <laughs> You'll be fine. Give me all your love in his next. Yeah, so then it becomes the cheerleader section. We got Gmail. Gmail, yep, Gmail, as it's now known. Gmail. With Nicki Minaj and MIA. And this is where the controversy, this was this year's controversy, yes. right? Yes, it was MIA. Yes. Yeah. MIA did like the middle finger or something like that. Yeah, at the end of her verse, yeah. she just uh, flipped off the camera. Because they her, her verse ends with, I don't give a shit, but they like muted her sound. She like pulled the punch. She doesn't say shit or it gets like muted, but at the same time, she's like that. Oh, she's so badass. Yeah. And again, was it was like happy. this whole thing. <laughs> like, I think was Madonna was fine, wasn't she? Well, I think I think she said something like, it's too bad that she brought such negativity to such an otherwise positive performance. But she wasn't like uh, going after her. I think in the her. big picture, she doesn't care. She, yeah. yeah she's, I mean, I'm sure she was a little bit like, I'm sorry, did you try to upstage me in my Super Bowl performance? I think that's did more you try what, to out controversy me. That's more what pissed Ma- <laughs> Madonna off. Uh, well, especially since to me, like, <laughs> like, I didn't care, but I was like, it's not actually like a cool thing that you're doing. But you know what I mean? Like, not to be like, it was crass, but it was just sort of like, that is juvenile. She looked, well, okay. It wasn't like she was like ripping up a picture of the Pope, which I think like Madonna could sort of be like, okay, you're trying to make a statement. You're right. trying to be, yeah, you're just, it looked kind of like, um, Madonna's like the queen of like motherfucker, fuck you, middle finger. She's like doing that all the time in her shows, right? Madonna. Yeah, I mean, she definitely like more recently, but yes. Yeah, more recently. And maybe not this year, but like definitely there's like tons of stuff where she's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Right. All the time. Like big, right? But this also is the Super Bowl, and I do think, like as I said earlier, like she didn't want to fuck with it. She was like, "I'm gonna do just like a great Super Bowl performance." Right, right. She under, yeah, she knew like she was like, "I'm not interested in being controversial right now. I'm just interested in doing like a fun 12 minute show." Yeah, yeah. To quote young people, she understood the assignment. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, young people. Thank you, young people, for educating me on a daily basis. All the, all the cheerleaders look like ex, like so much like Nicki Minaj. I don't know how they found so many Nicki Minaj look-alike cheerleaders. It's mostly the wig. Is that what it is? I think so. It does a lot of the lifting, but I, the look was they, they looked amazing. It was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Minaj has got such great flow. Like, it's so fun to listen to her rap. Like, she's just. Yeah, like, even though, like, half that I miss half of what she's actually saying, I'm still like, yeah, this is yeah, fucking and, awesome. It's just like her energy and, like, the way her, like, you know, her bars, like, the way yeah. it sounds is just fucking cool. They've also collaborated. She, she's. They've done a couple more on, things together. Yeah, she's on. Um, Bitch on Madonna. Bitch on Madonna. And then what's the one where she's like, I'm not a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. Um, oh, I don't give a. Uh, the, I'm going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what the people say. Yeah, it's funny. Isn't that a Jay-Z lyric? I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And she does it in the Madonna thing. Yeah. It's a tribute. An homage. It's a tribute. Yeah. 
<laughs> She's not acting like she hasn't heard that Jay Z. Right, right. I mean, I don't. I don't know him. Um, <laughs> someone probably said something like that before Jay Z put in the song as well. Yeah, we'll never know. And we get little next. We get little snippets as CeeLo comes out. What a funny some... fucking person to be to join in there. I know. Like, <laughs> like at but this point, perfect, he's yeah. just a judge on The Voice, right? Like he's not really like still a like widely known. He's not like putting out album. I mean, I mean, I guess this is maybe. I think. I mean, he has a. I think he has a great voice, and I think he's basically like, oh, we need someone to be the like gospel soloist for like a prayer, and like, yeah, oh, and instead of it being a woman, CeeLo is a great, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool way. To it's a fun that. twist on a different hearing a different voice singing what we usually hear like a woman singing. And then all the drum line joined them too here, which is like I, I'm a sucker. So many for drum lines. Yeah, so great. There's four different high school bands drum lines in this. <laughs> I think. Let me tell. Let me. T- I can tell you the names of them. Avon High School, Center Grove High School, Fisher's High School, Franklin Central High School. That's four. That's four. And then the S- Southern University Dancing Dolls. I think those might have been the cheerleaders. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. There's the a lot shit, of people. The drum shit is cool, and I it, they were definitely high school kids. Like yeah. I just saw like yeah. one guy with like. There's kind of like a center frame drummer with like big eyebrows. He's just kind of like completely like, <laughs> panicked. Yeah. I'm yeah. on stage with Madonna at the Super Bowl. Holy shit! My mom told me who she was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. None of those kids are like really. They're like whatever. Just another Sunday. <laughs> I want to hear more express yourself because uh, I, I, you know, I just yeah. like that song so much, and it's I do got too. a great message. Yeah, like, absolutely, it's one of my se- favorites. Shouldn't go for second best, baby. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. No, don't do it. No, put it to the test. <laughs> you know what? I won't. Thanks, Madonna. <laughs> Madonna, you know, maybe I, I won't buy these to... satin sheets. What happens when I'm not in bed? I'm not using them. Why spend so much money on them? This doesn't make sense. I'll put them back. The effects when the drum line is going, they are they are uh, projected the field numbers like forty, fifty, like the yard line yeah, numbers. Yeah. They're like rattling to the beat in a very yes. cool way. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they transition to like a prayer, which maybe has like the most like beautiful beginning to a song ever. Yeah. Like it's just like like mm. it just gets you the second you're like life it and like. <laughs> It weirdly looks like it sucks up everything. Like a tablecloth like, is being removed yes, or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so, <laughs> so fucking fun. cool. And the lighting shifts to like dark. And like I got chills watching this on fucking YouTube, you know, <laughs> 15 years later. I was like, holy shit. It's so fucking cool. It goes dark. And we got uh, CeeLo is so excited to have changed into like a, a gospel like a choir cloak. robe. Yeah. yeah choir <laughs> robe. Gospel cloak was my guess. Or what am I <laughs> We knew what you when, meant. When he shows, he's like, he's like, I'm so happy to be in this. He's like, yeah, dude, let's go. You look fucking great. Everybody 
Okay, there's 200 of you. We need to know if you want medium, large, or extra large for your yeah. gospel cloak. <laughs> it's easier for us to take them in than to let them out. Bruno, remember, it's extra large. Okay, we're not having a debacle like last year's Christmas. All right, let's work on our step touch, everybody. Okay. Is that what you that's called? Like the kind of light mu- light movement you do in quiet? Yeah, yeah, where you're just touch? like, you're, yeah, you're just like, put step touching. Now, I was wondering... I don't think any of this is live, so it's like crazy to be like, and then we have a choir of 200 people. And you are sure you can sing, but you're not being mic'd, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Yeah, you're just there for like, uh, yeah, for impact, visual impact. Yeah, to keep the- We are all set dressing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have seven minutes to get dressed and eight minutes to get undressed. (laughs) Guys, let's go over getting out of your gospel cloaks. We gotta get it down. Right now, a lot of people coming in at like nine, 12 minutes. How did that take you 12 minutes? Bruno, I told you to go with an extra large. That's you're stuck in a fucking medium. <laughs> I got stuck over my head. You, like you can technically fit it. I agree with you, but you can't get it off. You understand the cloaks are supposed to be big on us. You look like you're fucking, you're sweating it out for a wrestling meet. Yeah, and then it ends with her getting falling, disappearing into a column of smoke at the end of Like a Prayer. So that's cool. so wild because, like, where does she go? Because there's a football field underneath her. She, she goes down so where, deep. Yeah. Where Hillary Clinton is, like, uh, you know, eating children or whatever. Yeah. Below the, yeah. With the mole people. <laughs> and below the pizza parlor. <laughs> it was the shoe no that went directly to. Yeah. There is no basement in the Luke Oil Stadium. <laughs> she came out the other side of the globe. She like yeah. popped up. <laughs> Where am I? She sang one last song in like mainland China. Yeah. She's like shot straight through the core of the earth, wrapped in metal. She comes out in a totally different outfit, like the bat poles. Yes. <laughs> Lava dripping off of her. Papa, don't preach. <laughs> the National Football League thanks you for watching the Super Bowl 46 halftime show. And that was it. Yeah, that was a great performance. She did a good job. 12 banging minutes, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. No Non-stop. real duds. The Vogue entrance is great, but I think the living on uh, like a prayer <laughs> ending is super, is the is the highlight. And you want to end on the highlight in my book. You know, it's hard. Sure, to you got to, well, you got to stick the landing. Yeah, and yeah. she fucking stuck it. And not like bounced on her butt slackline style. No. She fucking like actually <laughs> no. landed hard, firm. I know, like there's so, so many things that could go wrong with any live performance, but this one especially, like given the, as we talked about, the setup time, the sheer number of people, I think that they rehearse it, but there's no way to rehearse in this space. Right. Yeah, it's so like you're, that, you're doing it in a warehouse. Yeah, with like chunks of people where you're like working with like, you know, you probably don't, you can't have the choir there at the same time as the cheerleaders. So it's like, this is probably like the second time that they've run through it in that space. With everyone. With everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably like military style, right? You just know what you're supposed to do, and someone else yeah, is in right. charge of making sure you stand you there and at this point you do that. Yeah. Nicki Minaj or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what's really funny? That the Bridgestone tires of it all was kind of like frustrating me a little bit. Like, look, we all got to get paid. I, I fucking <laughs> am hawking ads every week on my podcast, and I'm 
I would kill the book of Bridgestone Tires commercial if it was national. Mm. But uh, <laughs> it was kind of like that was the only bummer of it all. It was like, right, this is the most obvious like capitalism fucking clusterfuck cash grab. Sure, a lot of but I mean, like since stadiums are named after like right, it's Luke Oil Stadium. It's, all, it's already like, <laughs> it's, it's already so layered in how fucked up it is. But then it just like auto started. It auto started like the next movie, uh, the next, uh, and it was Beyonce doing the. Pepsi Zero uh, Sugar yeah, yeah, halftime. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, uh, I guess uh, yeah. Bridgestone. Madonna wasn't going to do with Pepsi, though. Madonna was nah. like, no, no, no. They've burned me once. <laughs> Not getting in bed with Big Cola again. <laughs> I think it's, I think this is kind of common knowledge, but they don't get, these performers don't get paid to do these shows. Whoa. They just do, they, but they receive, like, like the everybody esteem of it. Like, it's the esteem and you receive like a big bump in record sales and downloads and streams like after this do you think like the marching band guys get paid you know like the dancers like those people oh i'm sure i'm sure madonna pays them you know it covered the nfl so here i'll read this directly the nfl does not pay the halftime show performers an appearance fee though it covers all expenses for the performers and their entourage of band members management technical crew security personnel family and friends so yeah so they're paying to produce it yes and they get, so according to Nielsen SoundScan data, the halftime performers regular experience significant spikes in weekly album sales and paid digital downloads due to the exposure. For Super Bowl XLIX, it was reported by the Wall Street Journal that league officials asked representatives of potential acts if they would be willing to provide financial compensation to the NFL in exchange for their appearance in the form of either an upfront fee or a cut of revenue from the concert performances made after the Super Bowl. What? And then While these reports were denied by an FNL spokeswoman, the request had, according to the journal, received a, quote, chilly response from those involved. Ooh. Ooh. That's fucking... That, Could you imagine? I, it's so believable, by the way. Like, <laughs> like you want to slice? But it is so... It would be a shame if a little something happened to your little halftime show, wouldn't yeah. it? You know, like... Yeah. Fuck you, guys. Yeah, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turning the half oh. show basically into a bringer show. Yeah. So much money is being made on, on the Super Bowl by like so many different people. It's fucking crazy. You yeah. I mean, yeah. like, like even beyond the NFL, like they're just <laughs> like yeah. commercials, advertisers, talent, the players. All the food and shit that's being yeah, so like, yeah, the merch it, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's just so much that goes into it. It's just like it's insane how much money must pass hands around this one fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of money. Well, Gabers, thank you so much for doing this. So you are not going to see the celebration tour, you don't think? I'm. No, I don't think I will, but I'll, okay. I'll hear the report back, and I'm sure. Right. I wonder well, if Tiffany's going the same night that we are. Oh, I'll find out and let you guys know. I'm sure she'll shoot like two hard drives worth of uh, clips of her <laughs> singing and shit like that. So <laughs> okay, wait. I'll take a look at it, but uh, I'll find out what night she's going and let you and let you know. Um, 
And maybe I'll just go pregame with everyone, just do poppers and head home. Okay, <laughs> sure. sure, sure. Call it a night. No, no, I'm all popper now. Sorry. You boys yeah, enjoy you know me, I like to have a few poppers and then go home. <laughs> I'm just going to Oliver. <laughs> take my loose. I will never understand your sexuality. <laughs> hey, Flynn, that makes two of us, brother. <laughs> Uh, is there anything you want to plug or shill? Uh, yeah, I'll shill and plug my podcast, <laughs> High and Mighty uh, and Action Boys. Um, I, I'm out there doing that. And if I'm you not. have HBO Max or Max now, uh, check out 101 Places to Party Before You Die. It's a travel show hosted by me and Adam Pally. It's, it's so much still fun. On the, it's still, I mean, as of this record, it is still on the, <laughs> the streaming um, <laughs> service. Easily can be taken down in any minute. So uh, why <laughs> desperately run and watch it definitely check it out it is so much fun i uh i know I, of course i know you and adam but it was so much fun and delightful <laughs> uh, and heartwarming to watch thank you bud thank great. you so much um it was great to see you yeah good to yep. see you too eric it's been a hot been a long john time. i run into of frequently. course this one oh, no. always Peter in a Salon. steam room <laughs> <laughs> john and i you keep again. running into each other in the steam room <laughs> neither of you guys even work out at this gym oh. <laughs> i'm working my way up to it <laughs> yes i need to warm up <laughs> that's what i'm doing in here setting intentions Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at thecelebrationcelebration at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at thecelebrationcelebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. It really helps people find the show, and we appreciate it. And when you're reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. I mean, how many times has Demi Lovato been on the Grammys? Well, Demi Lovato's after Minaj. They they sort of learned their lesson. Okay. I mean, Paul Abdul, she would be the one to ask. How many times has she performed at the Grammys? Maybe never. Maybe. I'm not here just because I'm Queen Latifah. Do you guys have any guesses as to who might pop out with Usher? You gotta think they kind of have a common, uh, kind of have something with right. Usher, and our zeitgeisty now helps, obviously. So yeah. not like Ben Vereen. All right, uh, I'm gonna go eat my turkey burger. You go I'm eat your turkey burger. Be hungry. Yeah, downstairs lips. <laughs>